great to have you join us for season three and episode one of Midweek. Today we will discuss who is the Holy Spirit. See you in a bit. Pastor John, Pastor Grace, Serge, it's great to have you join us for first episode of Midweek. Um, Grace, you're back from maternity. Yes, Tell us a little I bit am. about about your coming back and your new role. Yeah, it's very exciting. So I'm back two days a week um, yep. and me and my husband Joel are heading up the young adults, which we're very excited for. We've got loads awesome. of young adults in our church and new to our church. Um, and then on Fridays, I assist Pastor Anushka with Kidsway. Awesome. Right. That's great. We're glad that you're back. Yeah, <laughs> it's we great are to glad be back. that you're back. Yes. Pastor John, we spoke about this on the Sunday Gone, Vision Sunday. Uh, but why don't you remind us a little bit about our theme for 2022 and why is it so important for us to, to take hold of this and uh, for, for this season at Capital H Church? Okay. Well, 2021, our theme was only Jesus. Mm. And I thought it was a fantastic theme, course, uh, yes. just focusing on the, on the centrality of Christ in, mm. in everything that we do. But this year, I just felt that um, we needed to focus our attention on the person of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So yep. j- just to welcome the Holy Spirit. You know, we are a church that has Pentecostal roots. Mm. And um, I think sometimes you can, you can drift away from your Pentecostal roots and I I just felt a sense of, no, we need to get back to uh, our relationship with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, um, the person of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. And uh, so I just felt it would be a great year to just allow the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do. And so whatever we do at church, we use as a scaffolding. Mm. And say, Lord, this is our scaffolding. This is our preparation. We're being diligent with what you've given us. Mm. But Holy Spirit, have your way. Do whatever you want to do. And uh, it's just a scaffolding Mm. uh, for you to do what you want to do. So That's great. That's great. Now, like I mentioned, that our discussion for today will be who is the Holy Spirit. So first and foremost, I just want to clear the air out there. Uh, There's a lot of unbiblical uh, reasons and and things that are going around about the Holy Spirit. So let's just talk a little bit about who the Holy Spirit is not. So what do you guys have to say about that? Yeah, I think one of the main misconceptions of the Holy Spirit is that um, the Holy Spirit is a spirit or powerful Mm. force, or we Mm. sometimes use the term Holy Ghost or Mm -hmm. a ghost, um, which is associated a lot with our feelings and Mm. our conscience. I've even heard the Holy Spirit is our conscience. Um, But um, I think that's a big misconception because often we associate then the Holy Spirit with our feelings and those goosebump moments, mm. you know, that we have yeah, in praise true. and worship or at a conference or in a prayer meeting or when we see someone healed um, and we we forget that the Holy Spirit is with us always. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says in John 14 that um, Jesus is speaking, he says, I'll send another advocate or helper mm. who will mm. never leave you. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Right. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, look for for me. I think that one of the one of the misconceptions is that um, perhaps the, that the Holy Spirit is for some and not for others. Um, it's or it's or it's exclusive. Yeah. Um, so I, I just was reading in in Acts two chapter two to four, 
Um, it says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and come to, and rested on each one of them. Yeah. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And so I think it, it didn't matter. There was no, I, I come from this tradition or that tradition. It was everyone who was in that room received the Holy Spirit. So so the Holy Spirit as a person is inclusive for everybody. Mm. Yeah, great. I, I think another misconception is that the Holy Spirit is is less than mm. um, the Godhead. You yeah. know, we, we serve a God who is God the Father, God the Son and God the Spirit. Yep. And I think sometimes people uh, see the role of the Father and the Son and they see the because of the one of the roles of the Holy Spirit, they see this Holy Spirit as subservient to the others mm. when when our Godhead is a triune Godhead, Amen. Father, Son and Holy Spirit yeah. Of, yeah. Of, equal, of equal benefit and mm-hmm. equal person. Yeah. Well, the Trinity is the, explained as, you know, co-equal, uh, mm. the same in character, uh, but they're three distinct persons, mm. and one of which is the, the third person of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the, 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 the scriptural references that we can put out there for our viewers, uh, for our connect groups uh, that we can talk about, uh, that, you know, this is, this is all scriptural here, that the Holy Spirit is, is a divine person. Yeah, look, one of one of the things just picking up from what Pastor John said about our um, church tradition, our, our church denomination being Pentecostal. Mm. Um, I, you know, when we started thinking about um, about what the whole, who the Holy Spirit is, I thought to have a look at, at what does um, Australian Christian churches say about you know what we believe is the is the is the Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll just read out to what they have in their in their United Constitution, and it says the Holy Spirit. It says we believe in the Holy Spirit, the third person. Of the triune Godhead, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and is ever present and active in the work of convicting and regenerating the sinner, and sanctifying and guiding the believer into all truth. And there's some references there: John fourteen twenty six and Romans eight fourteen. My, 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 my simply for me, what I get from that is that the Holy Spirit is God, mm. and that the Holy Spirit is a person. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Yeah, actively working mm. in our lives. Yeah. Um, I, whenever people ask me about the Holy Spirit, I will always refer them to um, a couple of passages. I look at Acts 2, uh, the, the day of Pentecost. I look at what that means to mm. us. But um, I also look at um, John 14, mm. John 16. They, they're probably the three main passages mm. I refer people to. Yeah. If, if you want to know about the Holy Spirit, mm. know about what the Holy Spirit does, who the Holy Spirit is, look at those passages. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, the scripture from the first pages of the, of the Bible in Genesis. Mm. Uh, mm. And it talks about uh, Elohim, you know, the, the, the poor uh, that God created. The Spirit was at work. Yeah. God the Father was there and he spoke the words, mm. uh, which we find in John chapter 1. You know, the word was with God, which is Jesus. But the Holy Spirit was there mm. and we are created in the image, God's image, mm. which, mm. which is quite clear in verse 26 that we let us make men. So the, the Trinity present there. Then comes to the part where Jesus was baptized. You know, in, in yeah. Jesus' baptism in Matthew 3, we can find that the Father was present, 
the, the, the Holy Spirit. As, as Jesus came out, the scriptures say, as Jesus came out of the water, you know, the heavens opened and mm. the spirit, which was in the form of dove, came and, and descended, on, descended yeah. on him. Yeah. And the father spoke that this is my son whom I'm well pleased with. So that, those are some of my favorite scriptures when I, yeah. when I talk about the Trinity and, and, and just talk about the Holy Spirit, his presence mm. in the scriptures. Grace? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm similar in Genesis, the, that same verse that you spoke yeah, about yeah. and where it says, let us make man in our image, mm. speaking of all three and just as we are made as people, real people, just as I'm sitting next to you, so is God mm. because we are made in his image and so is Jesus a person and therefore so is the Holy Spirit a person because yeah. we are made in their image. So, mm. yeah. yeah. And being made in his image... Um, when you think of it, we are body, mm. we are soul, and we are spirit. Sure. Mm. And, uh, and so we, in, in some senses, are a reflection mm. of the yeah. God who created us in his image. Yeah. 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 Now let's, let's move on and talk a little bit about uh, his personality. Some mm. of the you know, references that we can, we can go to that, that tells us uh, about his personality, the, the personality of the Holy Spirit. What, 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 can we, what can we bring out from the Bible? When we talk about his personality, any thoughts? Yeah, well, I think um, John 14, which is one that Dad spoke about, one mm. of my favourites. Mm. Um, but um, where it talks about uh, the Holy Spirit being our helper, our advocate, mm. um, our guide and um, the one who brings us into all truth mm. and brings the revelation and also remembrance of Jesus and what he said um, and revealed to us in the Bible. Mm. Yeah, it talks talks in that passage about um, the Holy Spirit brings peace, mm. um, guides us, mm. um, nurtures, comforts, mm. all those sorts of words. I think are, are beautiful words. Um, I was talking with um, some of the guys at, at lunch today, and we were talking about the fact that um, you look at the characteristics of the Holy Spirit as mm. a person, and many of those qualities that we would relate to. Uh, the mother or the mm. the feminine qualities uh, of a of a family union are represented by the Holy mm. Spirit, mm. and um, Pastor Alm was saying, in fact, that back in the fourteen hundreds in the Orthodox Greek Church, whenever the Holy Spirit was referred to, it was all, always referred to in feminine gender, mm. because of that representation of the nurturing and the loving and the guiding and the and the comfort, and I think mm. that's a beautiful picture mm. that that we've missed along the way somewhere. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. All throughout John fourteen onwards, I mean, in the scripture, you know, the Holy Spirit is refers to, referred to in, in personal pronouns. Mm. So mm. that's important to take mm. uh, take notice of. Yeah. Uh, some other things to search. Yeah, I, I, I like picking up from what Pastor John said about like when when Jesus comes to John the Baptist to get baptized. And it says that that the Holy Spirit, in the form of a, of a dove, fell mm. upon him, and there is that just that sense of gentleness. You know, there's yeah. a there's mm. a gentle character about yeah. mm. about the Holy Spirit, which yeah, I really I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor John, I remember we were, we, in our discussion we also talked about something, uh, and we were just discussing in in depth, which I won't go. But there was a point where you know Jesus Himself talks about the Holy Spirit and says He can be blasphemed against. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, words words there also talk. He can be grieved against. He can be grieved, and and so um, there 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 are feelings. There are there are mm. things that we must be careful of uh, in our relationship with God mm. and in our relationship with the Holy Spirit, uh, where we don't blaspheme or grieve or wound His heart yeah. 
by some of the callous things that we might say yeah. or or some of the things we might attribute to the Holy Spirit that are wrong mm. um, that we, we just have to be really careful of. One of the good examples that I can think of from Scripture is in around in Acts 5, um, Ananias. An- Ananias, mm. um, he lied yeah. to the Holy yeah. Spirit and we know what, uh, what happens to him. But uh, Peter was clear, you know, you have lied. And this is where the deity comes in. You have lied. Ananias, you have allowed uh, um, the devil to fill your heart with this. Whatever he did, he actually kept some, something from, from the Holy Spirit, the money. And so Peter says, you have lied to the Holy Spirit. You have lied to God. Mm. So that, that, that shows us the deity um, you know, of the Holy Spirit, mm. the person yeah. of the yeah. Holy Spirit. So. And the fact that Jesus said himself, he said, there's one unforgivable sin, mm-hmm. and that is to blaspheme about the Holy Spirit. And and I think that scripture is quite often taken out of context. But I think what it actually means is you look at the context there and um, the religious leaders were accusing what Jesus was doing as the work of demons. Mm. And um, so the work of the Spirit was being attributed to the work of the enemy mm. and i think that's i think that's what blasphemy of the holy spirit is it's saying uh this work of the holy spirit and defining it as no no that's something demonic that's something something that's that's evil and i think that's that's a, a very dangerous ground for people to be mm. at on a lighter note well, let's let's talk about a little bit about uh, our personal experiences with uh, with the walk with the holy spirit uh search what what it's like Oh, look, I, I think for, for me, when I did, I didn't come from a church background. I wasn't, I wasn't from a church family. So when I when I got saved, I did have an experience with the Holy Spirit. I didn't know what was what was happening. Like I didn't identify that that was an experience with the Holy Spirit at the time. I just, I just went. I've had a a, a touch of God in my heart, mm. and I felt something like change from the inside. I felt that there was something that had that had touched me inside inside of me. Um, and then later, as as I became more aware of the of the Bible, and then I realised that 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 was an experience that I had with the Holy Spirit, and, and I and I, I understood that that I had had a, an encounter with God through through the Holy Spirit. Great, mm. yeah, great. I think for me, um, just in everyday life with with the Holy Spirit is it's more for me those those moments where um, like He will just place something on my heart or start challenging me on my humility or my patience or and growing just those everyday like so said so gently those fruits of the spirit or just just those moments with him where I'll be walking and he'll just make me notice something that I didn't before or a scripture Mm. that will just he'll just start speaking to me about Um, and for me the everyday relationship with the Holy Spirit is those moments. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, – there's been occasions in my life where I've sensed what I call the uh-uh, <laughs> you know, the uh-uh of the Holy Spirit. When you're in a situation, everything looks good, everything looks right, but in your heart you just sense that the Holy Spirit's going, uh-uh, just be careful yeah. of this one. Yeah. And I've sensed the opposite too where he is given a word of assurance Um through the Bible, through circumstance, or through a number of different things, so that when you're approaching something, you know that you know that you know. Yeah. Uh, and that yeah. is fantastic. That's like when we went into the building renovation um, project, yeah. I, it, no matter what came up against us on the journey, mm. I just knew. 
I just knew that this was what the Holy Spirit has put in my heart, and He spoke to me through the word of Haggai in the in in, in the Bible yeah. and, and so on. But but just having that assurance mm. uh, from the Holy Spirit that uh, you're heading in the right way is is just fantastic. That's great. That's great. Well, guys, I'm excited to um, introduce to you this next new segment that we are bringing in season three, and we are calling it PJ's Top Three. Have a look. Hi, church. Welcome to PJ's Top Three. I thought this year we could start by looking at the top three ways that we can connect with God. At the beginning of the year, I think it's so important to understand that being is more important than doing, that what we do for the Lord has to flow out of who we are in relationship with Him, being with Him. And so I just want to share these top three uh, points with you very briefly. The first one is this, read the Word of God. If you don't have a regular reading plan uh, in reading the Bible, I encourage you to grab hold of a a reading plan. There's plenty available and uh, to read through the Word of God this year. One thing that I've used over the years, one resource is the One Year Bible. I think it's such a wonderful resource. Uh, It's divided into divisions, daily divisions, and each division has a New Testament component, an Old Testament component, a psalm, and uh, a few verses of proverb. And it's just a great way to go through uh, the Bible. I encourage you to grab hold of a one-year Bible. You can pick it up at a local uh, Christian bookstore on Amazon, etc. If you're not a great reader, um, you can also get them in audio versions as well. And there's apps that you can get on your phone. So I would encourage everyone, step number one in connecting with God, read through the Word of God, read through the Bible. A second way to connect with God is simply this, prayer. You know, prayer is simply a communication between you and the Lord. And I encourage everyone to be a prayer uh, this year. A couple of months ago, I put together a little acronym, BREATHE, and uh, all the letters stand for simple ways that we can just focus our prayer. The B uh, first stands for block out, block out any distractions, any white noise, anything that's going to hinder you from just focusing on being with the Lord. The R is this, recline. Recline simply means go to a place where you can relax and you can meditate with God. You can enjoy His presence. It might be a favourite room. It might be a favourite chair. It might be a a favourite park or somewhere outdoors where where you can just relax and, and enjoy His presence. The E stands for this, to enjoy silence. You know, it's not just about us talking all the time, but it's about us listening to what God has to say to us. Just just meditating on Him and saying, Holy Spirit, just speak to me. The A stands for this. It stands for accessing the Holy Spirit. So just taking that moment saying, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to me today? Just just speak to me in your uh, that, that still small voice. Just whisper to me what you would have me hear today. The T stands for thank. Take a moment to maybe choose three or four things that you can thank the Lord for. The H stands for hand over. So hand over all those concerns, all those things that you're worried about, or you might have certain petitions, things that you want to ask God for. Well, hand those things over to Him during that time. And finally, the last E is simply this. It's exit. So exit that moment, that time that you spend with God with the peace of God in your heart. Say a final prayer. God, I just pray that that you'll be with me today, that you'll help me and lead me and give me your wisdom today as I go through whatever I've got to go through today. 
The third connecting point with God this year is through praise and worship. Praising him for all that he's done and all that he is, is just a wonderful thing to do. So I encourage you to do two things. The first one is this, simply to come regularly to church and be involved in worship, lift holy hands, clap, sing, dance, shout, be involved in the worship. Don't just be a spectator. And the second thing is this, uh, grab hold of some great worship. There's lots of great worship CDs around, uh, lots of great music that you can listen to. Build a Spotify or an iTunes um, playlist that you can listen to in your car or, or through your phone or, or whatever. But just surround yourself with wonderful worship that draws you into thinking about the goodness of God. And so those three things are our three connect points with uh, God for this year. I trust that you will avail yourselves of them and that through that you'll draw closer and closer to Jesus. God bless you. Wasn't that great? My favorite one, hands down, of course, is the uh, one year Bible, Pastor John. Thank you for sharing that. And we'll be looking forward to more of those gems throughout, the, throughout our episodes. Um, just want to talk a little bit about uh, this question that uh, I usually get asked by new Christians or new to faith, you know, people who are exploring faith about the, the Holy Spirit. How do we know that we have him today? I think because the Bible tells us, mm -hmm. Ephesians 1.13, there's a part in it that says, and when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. Mm -hmm. So if you've made that decision and are saved in Christ, then the Holy Spirit is with you. And that, that word there um, is a seal or a, gar yes. a guarantee mm. other translations use, which is um, it just you, you, you know. Mm. You, you just know that he's active and at work in your life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so there's obviously there's some examples in, in, Acts, in Acts as well and in Matthew that, that Jesus says this is I'm, I'm leaving and mm. the Holy Spirit will come. And so that is a very clear, um, you know. That is an assurance, isn't it? It's yeah. it's a promise by Jesus that hey, listen, I'm 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 going, but my work continues through the uh, the Holy Spirit, and that's one of the reasons He's here to to move the church forward in, mm. in His work. Um, well, guys, thank you for for joining me uh, for midweek episode one. It was great to to have you guys and and discuss this important question of who is the Holy Spirit now. Guys, for your sake, as we conclude, your discussion begins in your connect groups or wherever you are. Uh, enjoy that time. But please do take some time. At the end of it, there will be a prayer request that will come out as well as the discussion question for your group discussion. But do take time to have a look and intercede for those prayer requests that have been made. God bless you and we'll see you next time.